Remember the old story of David and Goliath? Well, in today's version, little Xerox is looking to acquire big old HP. How does that work? We're going to talk mergers, acquisitions, debt, and your money on today's Money with Friends. Welcome to the Money with Friends podcast. I am certified financial planner, Bobby Rebel, host of the Financial Grown-Up podcast, coming to you from my very grown-up kitchen in New York City. And coming to you from my mom's half-finished basement, maybe the opposite of a grown-up kitchen outside Detroit, Michigan. I'm Joe Salcihai. This is the Money News Show that includes commentary on recent headlines and stories with thought leaders from across the financial landscape. We break those stories down into what matters to you, our friends, and we leave you with a takeaway to make it your own. We have a new supporter of the show, Bobby. It's the big thanks to Round for supporting Money with Friends. I love this platform. Round is a digital consultant that gets members direct access to premium investments. With Round, your money's actively invested with Wall Street's top fund managers. Open a Round account today to access Forbes' number one rated app for high-end investment management. Head to investround.com forward slash MWF for more. I've talked to uh, Saul Cohen, one of the founders around about them extensively and uh, really like what these guys do. I think that this idea that active investing is dead might be premature, Bobby. I would agree with that. I think there's room for both. And I also met with the head of, of Round, Saul, and uh, I was pretty impressed as well. And I'm looking forward to us sharing more information about it later in the show. Absolutely. But first, we've got some big news that, by the way, guys, we're recording this on Thursday. This is fast moving news, and maybe there's even new news by the time you hear this on Saturday. However, really, the big point is, what does it all mean? Regardless of what happens here between Xerox and HP, we're going to break down what it means for your money, maybe some good takeaways for you. So, But to kick it off, let's see which one of our friends is going to help us kick off today's show. This is Andy from Derby, Vermont. Friends, check. Money, check. Friends with money, let's do this. All right. Today's uh, headline comes to us from, I think we could safely, Bobby, say from everywhere. However, we took took this headline from Bloomberg, but we have many to choose from because this is the hot news as we uh, went to air. Xerox lines up city financing for potential HP bid. Uh, Ed Hammond at Bloomberg wrote this piece. Uh, Ed writes, Xerox Holding Corp has lined up financing for Citigroup from Citigroup, by the way, as it weighs a potential bid for HP Inc., according to a person with knowledge of the matter. Xerox is considering making a cash and stock offer for HP, said the person who asked not to be identified because the deliberations are private. Xerox Chief Executive Officer John Vicentin would run the combined company under the proposal being discussed, the person said. Xerox sees room for about $2 billion of annual cost savings from combining the two companies, the person said. No final decisions have been made, and there's no certainty the deliberations will lead to a firm offer, according to the person. HP, based in Palo Alto, California, rose on Wednesday after the Wall Street Journal reported late Tuesday that Xerox was considering a bid. Uh, the market value was about $30.6 billion at that point, and um, Xerox also rose, though not as much. A representative from Xerox declined to comment. Representatives for Citigroup and HP weren't immediately available for comment. Acquiring HP would buttress Xerox's share of the printing and copying market, which has been hit hard by a global shift towards cloud computing. HP, which traces its roots to 1939, is the world's largest personal computer maker behind China's Lenovo Group Limited. In 2015, 
it split from software provider Hewlett Packard Enterprise. It's uh, it's. I'm I'm a little bit confused by that line that I just read because it's saying it's the world. That's why I hesitated. It's yes. the world's largest personal computer maker behind it. So yes. maybe they mean to say it's the second world's second largest. largest. Or maybe it has I, to be the world's I, second I largest. Yeah. Yeah. Behind That's Lenovo. why I was hesitating there. Let's dive into this. HP, pretty big. Xerox, small. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna give everybody a little bit of what the, what this means, what the market actually thinks of this as the news broke. Generally speaking, what happens when one company wants to take over another? The usual thing that happens, especially when they're offering stock, and we get into why why this is. But but when one company offers to buy another one, the company being acquired, the stock price goes up and the company doing the acquiring usually the price goes down so bobby the fact that both companies are up one hp up significantly as the news broke that's typical but the fact that xerox up too is a hint that the quote the market likes this move that they think that there actually is something here well, a lot of what people find interesting is that Carl Icahn is involved with Xerox. Um, I'm looking at another piece from CRN, and they're talking about the fact that Xerox is celebrating a year of steady growth under the leadership of Carl Icahn's handpicked board and CEO. And then it's quoting people as saying, if anyone can pull this off, it's Icahn. So I think there's a lot of people paying attention to why this company is growing and how much it has to do with Carl Icahn, who has come in and had a lot of success over his lifetime with companies that he's come in and seen potential in, in what's going on there. It's interesting that round is, is sponsoring their inaugural inaugural show here today because round is picking investment managers that they really like. And if you're going to get into active investing discussions, you have to follow the money and, and look at Bobby who's involved. And if Carl Icahn's involved in this deal and Carl Icahn has a handpicked person as CEO at Xerox, who over the last year has started to move the ball in the right direction, there, there might be something that said, when I was prepping for today's piece, these still are two kind of bottom feeder companies. Like they're companies that don't have a strong track record of doing anything significant since they, uh, since they both became uh, independent. Right. Right. They, by the way, for just for context, both of these companies have had splits where they split off different parts of the business. And these were the less successful and the less um, they were, these were more the older parts of the company that yeah. did not have as much potential. And so a lot of this deal would possibly be about saving money and maybe saving the companies because there would be a lot of quote synergies as they say, which as we talked about before we started taping this, that can be a lot of a lot of uh, lost jobs and a lot of layoffs when you get to efficiencies. That said, those kind of jobs that are often lost would be jobs that probably might be lost anyway. So it's, you can also think of how many jobs it might save if you can put together this kind of company, which still, they do have big businesses. I mean, these companies are still making billions of dollars and there's a lot of jobs that can be saved if you can find a way to make this work. I totally agree for people listening. I'm nodding my head vigorously as Bobby's <laughs> talking because of the fact that, that the big thing in this deal that it that it makes here and that you see immediately this $2 billion of cost savings. Good thing, bad thing. Bad thing is what that says, Bobby, a lot of people are going to lose their jobs if this goes through. Yeah, exactly. But again, a lot of people could lose their jobs if this anyway, doesn't go through. So correct. it goes both ways. Right. It's also important that this is not a done deal and that some of the analysts, we mentioned that this story is being reported in many different news organizations. It's all over the place, many different angles to discuss, and it is ongoing. It could flip. Right now, Xerox is the one that is trying to acquire HP. It could very easily 
flip. We don't know. It could evolve in lots of different ways. It, it very well could. We do this live in front of a Facebook audience and our friend Sandy, who's one of our thought leaders with Yes, I Am Cheap. Uh, she was with us all of our uh, first season of Money with Friends. Sandy says, Xerox as a dying business, Canon too. You know, it's going to still come down to innovation, Sandy. I totally agree. At some point, they're going to have to iterate and make uh, make some uh, new products that people that continue to lead the way. Uh, I want to go into this for a second, whether it's this merger or another one, because whenever there's fast moving news, I'm partly afraid, Bobby, that things are going to be way moved along by the time this airs Saturday. The, 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 uh, if, if you own a stock, let's say that you're, you you own stock of a company is being acquired. It really depends on how they're buying the stock. So in this case, this is a stock and cash offer. And what that means mm-hmm. is. If you own stock in HP and this goes through, you will now have stock in Xerox. However, you'll have less value of Xerox stock and you're going to get some cash in your hand. It'll be cash per uh, share that you have. So X number of dollars per share, plus you'll get some shares of the new company. So in your brokerage account one day, if you weren't pay- if you're not paying attention, if and when this happens, you'll look in your brokerage account and there's all of a sudden some cash that you didn't expect. And there are some shares in a company that you never bought that, that this other company bought on the other side, if you own shares of Xerox and this goes through as is, you're going to see your shares devalue. Your shares will actually be diluted because of the fact that Xerox is bringing on new shareholders, all these HP shareholders. So you'll see your shares go down in value and that'll be that'll be natural. I mean, that'll be, I remember having to explain this as a financial planner. They're like, my shares went through the floor. Well, yes, your company X bought another company, brought on a lot of new shareholders. So your shares are now worth less because um, a lot more people own the company that didn't own it the day before. On the other hand, it should be pointed out that when this was initially, um, well, I can't say announced, rumored, reported, the stocks went up. And that is good. And some people could cash out if they want at this point. You don't have to necessarily just sit there. If your stock goes up because a deal is announced, the deal may or may not go through. Sometimes these deals do not go through. Sometimes there's regulatory issues. Sometimes they change their mind. They can't make an agreement, whatever it may be. You do have the opportunity now. You had stock in a company that wasn't. Neither of these companies have been great long-term bets because of the businesses they're in. And now you your stock is worth more just by the idea that they're combining. So you do have an opportunity if it's right for you to maybe take the money and invest it in a different kind of company. Which brings up a fantastic point. Part of the magic of good active investors is knowing when to get out, like knowing what your sale is. It's not just about buying a great company, but it's also about knowing your end game. And if this might be a fantastic end game for a lot of investors. Um, Also, by the way, a lot of money, you know, when these mergers happen, I have to say this is not just Carl Icahn. There's also a lot of people on Wall Street who stand to make a lot of money. The firms like Goldman Sachs have whole divisions that go out and tell companies, you know what, Bobby, if you combine your podcast with another podcast, you could, and then they get paid a bunch of money for that consulting. So their job is to kind of make this happen. Obviously, in this piece, Citigroup stands to make a lot of money, uh, letting uh, Xerox borrow a bunch of money from them so they can pay mm-hmm. cash for this company. Right. And sometimes when companies combine, there's a lot of debt that happens and that can be something that can kind of hamper growth going forward. So that's also something to be paying attention to. But in terms of what we were talking about before, where, you know, now look, the stock did jump up. That is an opportunity to take a profit. And, uh, you know, sure. people always say, my grandfather used to say, it's always, of course you want to invest for the long term and pay attention to your goals, but nobody ever lost money taking a profit. 
Well, it's funny while we're talking about this in just a second, we'll have our takeaway from this uh, fast moving piece. I want to take a minute and talk about how you're managing your money right now. Lots of people think about doing the right thing, but their actual portfolio could probably use some work. You know who you are if you're listening to this and your portfolio could use some work. And that's where Round comes in. Round is a digital investment consultant that gets members direct access to premium investments. With Round, your money's actively invested with Wall Street's top fund managers. That means investing with fund managers who can strategically reallocate your money during market volatility. They also get your money exposure to alternative asset classes, the ones you've been meaning to invest in, but haven't had time to research. Instead of dealing with a financial advisor looking out for their own bottom line, you're looking out for yours. In fact, here's something that might surprise you. Round even waives their fee if your returns turn up negative in a given month. That's how sure they are. Open a Round account today to access Forbes' number one rated app for high-end investment management. Here's what you do. You go to investround.com forward slash MWF for details on how to get started. That's investround.com forward slash MWF for more. Thanks to Round for uh, supporting us. And uh, I think it's very funny. We knew Round was coming on about a week ago. This is like the perfect headline for, for Round. But Bobby, speaking of perfect, what's your perfect takeaway for this piece? So I have interviewed Carl Icahn in my career as a business news anchor. He's a really, really smart guy, really sharp. My takeaway is never bet against very, very smart people. This I get all the problems Xerox has, absolutely. But Carl Icahn's involved, so we got to pay attention. He may not always be popular, but he's got quite a track record. Xerox has grown under his influence. Don't count them out so fast. Keep watching. Uh, I, I love that because whenever you're looking at something like this, follow the people involved. People have a track record. It's just like any sports team. I grew up collecting baseball cards. And you know what? A great hitter comes up to bat. You want to pay attention. And Carl Icahn certainly has that, that track record. I'm going to take the opposite side of that, Bobby, which is if you're applying this to your own situation, both of these companies are shrinking. And to Sandy's point earlier in the show where she said that these companies kind of have dying business models, I completely agree you can't, you can cut and you can cut, you can cut your budget. You can make things uh, leaner for yourself, but at some point you have to grow your income. And I love this quote. This is a quote that's been around forever, but I, I, I've, I think I've said this quote 50 times this year. You can't shrink your way to greatness. Just remember that when you're clipping coupons the next time, you can't shrink your way to greatness. At some point, it makes more sense to figure out how to grow your income. And both of these companies, Bobby, are still going to have to figure out how to do that like we do in our own lives. So well said. Exactly. And the business is what it is. There's only so much that they can do. So they have to innovate. And I think it's important that they have humans there that can think about it. Bobby, we we uh, this was very fast-moving news, so we did not do an Instagram poll today, but generally, we are very active on Instagram and very interactive talking with you about these stories ahead of time. Where can people participate? Stay close to our Instagram stories at MoneyFriendsPod. That is also our, our handle on Twitter. And if you want to get the full story that we've talked about, links to the stories that we talk about can be found on our website, moneywithfriendspodcast.com. Go to the schedule and the date that we either taped it or the date that the episode first premiered. And you can also learn more about the show there and our sponsors. There's also a link to our sponsors like Round. Yes. Awesome. Check out our full link there. All right. On behalf of Bobby, I'm Joe Salcihi. Bobby and I'll be back on Monday with more Money with Friends. We'll see you back here next time. Bye-bye. 
This show is created and hosted by Joe Saul Cihai and Bobby Rebel, and is a joint venture of BRK Media LLC and Stacking Benjamins LLC, copyright 2019. Taylor Eichenberg engineered this show, and Ashley Wall is the producer. For a list of our friends who appear on the podcast, head to our website, moneywithfriendspodcast.com. You can also check out our schedule for upcoming recording sessions so you can join us and be part of the show. As with anything, remember you shouldn't take advice from any of us or any other video or podcast without first talking to your financial advisor and that the people in this episode are here for your and their entertainment purposes only. I'm Joe's mom's neighbor, Doug, and we'll see you back here next time with another episode of Money with Friends.